0: Yeah, man.
1: and gentlemen how you guys doing and welcome to the yeah man podcast hopefully everybody's out there doing well looking good feeling good and all those things but we all know we can't always look good feel good but even if we're not let's try to be yeah shout outs ladies and gentlemen shout outs to isaiah the player to doug soldier dj and a very special shout out to Jimmy Jimenez. Hello, Jimmy. All the way from King's Road. Yes, mate. I'm actually a descendant of Sir Francis Drake. Yes. What's happening, everybody? You guys doing all right or what? Fast week for you guys? Crazy week for you guys? What went on in your lives? What's cracking out there? The coronavirus almost gets you? Just remember. Just remember about that whole it's it's messing up the stock market, dude. They're blaming Trump, man. Listen, if you're healthy... Uh, you know what? Uh, y- your body sets up like uh, antiviruses once you get it, because it fights it, right? Unless, you know, you're an old lady or something like that, the little baby, maybe, that's weak. Maybe, you know, you're, you're a human being out there, which, uh, which, uh... Which, uh uh, what could I say with your, um, yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Don't you, uh, don't you hate it when, when somebody stuck someone and they like you know what I mean, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you don't know what I mean, but you know what I mean with your, uh, if your, um, immune system is compromised, then you're fucked. But yeah, man, don't. Don't believe the hype. Don't. 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 Yeah, man. A bunch of bullshit, man. But, uh, yeah, they they got two cases in Mexico. Supposedly. Supposedly. Yes. I like, got oh, two cases of the coronavirus in old Mexico. Yeah, man. <laughs> with the little cheesy meme jokes or, uh, you know, the the go to jokes. Yeah, they're gonna fix you with Vic songs. Oh, yeah, dog. They're gonna take care of those dudes out there on oh, the that's Chingon right there, Holmes. Yeah, Holmes, that's the little voice I do, Holmes. Yeah, Holmes, I like that voice, Holmes. Absolutely, Holmes. Uh, nothing has been compromised here, Holmes. What I leave. So, yeah, man, shout out to Jimmy Jimenez. You know who you are, mate. Keep shining out there. Yeah, man. And uh, DodgerDavid00, uh, zero zero, uh, shout out to you, dog, on Instagram. Motherfucker, you be sending me too much shit through those DMs, dog. God damn, player. I mean, he says he's at work. What do you mean you at work, player? All you do is send me memes all fucking day, player. Like about 10 an hour, player. Get to work. (laughs) Yeah, it's that old player from Cleveland, player. How you doing, player? Are you Italian, player? Nah, dog, I'm Mexican. Oh, I thought Mexicans were small. You big okay player keep on shining or whatever the fuck it is you say yeah man so welcome everybody you guys doing all right oh my god dude dun, 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 dun. oh yes uh yes we have a dun, 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 dun. we have an ad yes yes. sponsored by the tv show hentified that's right on netflix hentified starring We've uh, had these uh, gentlemen on uh, on the podcast, JJ Soria, and also Don Neto from uh, from uh, Narcos. Yes, Narcos. Yeah, man. So Hentified, it's out right now. There's uh, there's ten episodes. You know what I'm saying? There's ten episodes. Um, Felipe Esparza is on two of the episodes. And yeah, man, it's uh, set in Boyle Heights, and it's a cool show, so check it out, man. It's all about the Morales cousins scramble to save their grandfather's taco shop and pursue their own dreams as gentrification shakes up their L.A. neighborhood. That's right, man. The cast is J.J. Soria, Carlos Santos, Carrie Martin, Creators are Marvin Lemus and Linda Yvette Chavez, which have been on the What's Up Full podcast as well. So yeah, check out Hantified on Netflix, man. Yeah, man. Also, um, shows shows in different area codes. Shows shows. Yeah, player. I'm just showing my range. You know what I mean, player? Marks. Mark, March sixth, man, what's wrong with that cotton out, dog? That's right, at the Topanish Casino. That's right, and um, it's gonna be in uh, Washington, in the state of beautiful state of Washington. We're gonna uh, fly out there to Yakima, and then like we're gonna drive to the uh, to the venue. And it's and it's in essence, it's in Topanish, uh, Washington, in uh, at Legends Casino. And if you guys are out there, don't know the address, it's fifty or five Zero Fort Road, Topanesh, Washington, nine eight nine four eight for all you diehards out there. And, um, yeah, man, so, uh, tickets available at Felipe's dot com. And you, it was a crazy week, man. We were, uh, in a uh, Schomburg, Illinois, which is a Chicago improv. We're out there with the, uh, Morton Rizzo. Yes, my Mike Morton Rizzo. And Chuck Bartel and Felipe Esparza. So it was a bunch of cool ass uh, shows. It was crazy. It's funny, man. Like you go to Chicago, dude. Um, you, uh, you, you, all the Mexicans out there are, are pale, huh? <laughs> They're all, Ugh, dude, we look sick. Except for the ones that like have gotten there in the last 10 years, the last five years. But if your family's a couple generations, uh, in there have been, already been 20 years, 34 years, 40 years, dude, you're going to be a pale ass, uh, pale-ass latino out there papa tu sabes que aquí no se calienta nadie llega todo el todo el aire frío de lake michigan me entiende papa that's right my that's my like shy town puerto rican right there yo what's going on with all my shy town puerto ricanos tu sabes boricua no más un amor cada día papa so yeah, it was cool the only thing, there was only one drawback, dude, not not a drawback. The shows were fucking rad, dude. It was fucking, it was awesome. Um, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, uh, two shows Sunday. Homeboy sold the whole room out uh, for all six shows, so it's fucking, it was fucking pretty. And I don't like talking like this because fucking fools, I always thought fools are lame or like cheese balls, but it was fucking epic, bro. Dude. Balls to the wall. Uh, so that was fucking awesome. And then, uh, dude puffin all week dude with some louis toss some uh a little bit of uh a little bit of uh of uh a little bit of uh some concentrate in there mate to accelerate and to accentuate the highness yes your highness and let that old bc boys rhyme on uh paul's boutique i'm so high you can call me your highness uh yeah dude so that was cool only thing that sucks on the way back dude We go to the airport and uh, no, before we went to the airport, we were informed that your flight's been delayed to 3 p.m. So, all right, it's all good. Uh, We didn't, you know, we slept a couple hours, handful of hours, maybe five hours, four hours. Uh, We had two shows on Sunday and then we had to wake up early, take off to the airport at like 7.30. And, you know, we were informed, you know, flight's not till three now. So, um, you guys, you know, get a late checkout and, you know, you'll get a pickup at noon. So sweet, got to check out till one, we're good, shower up, puff a big one, and creep to the airport, and we went to the airport, and boom, the flight's delayed again, four hours, or 4 p.m., all right, one hour's, all right, we'll be able to handle this, all right, we'll be here four hours, cool, boom, another update, flight's been delayed till five, like, damn, okay, let's get something to eat, fuck it, it's cool, Another update. Flights delayed till six. It's like, damn, dog. And at this point, I'm starting to think, going, uh, dude, we're probably going to stay here today. You know what I mean? And I've never spent the night at an airport. I, I, I missed one flight in my life. And I was going to Mexico from LAX, and they wouldn't let me on the flight. And I was fucking livid, bro. But that's another story. And uh I sat there talking to some Sicilian couple, older Sicilian couple uh, that was, uh, on the way to mexico there i don't know what was going on with them i don't i don't remember so i missed that flight it fucking sucked i spent probably about another 4 hours at the airport and took off on the next flight or another 6 something like that you know cost me 500 bucks but whatever you learn right get there on time don't get your loser friends to give you a ride in your car and get you there late so <clears throat> I go over there. Um, so, yeah, so at that point, I go over there. Where the fuck am I going with this story? Um, we're all, dude, fuck it, dude. We're probably not going to go anywhere. And then, you know, we're all, dude, we can get some flights out of here, but we'll probably get back there around the same time if we leave now, but it's going to cost more money, so it's not even worth it. And it totally makes sense. You know what I mean? Who gives a fuck? You're going to pay another five bills per plane ticket to get there like an hour after you're supposed to get there just because you're going to get there for sure. Dude, you're already delayed, anyways. So we get another update, dude, your flight ain't leaving until 8 p.m. We're like, fuck, dude, we've been there for eight fucking hours. We're going to be there for eight hours. So we had some edibles, which we kind of had like, like, we were like rationing them out. Like, all right, here's one, dude, and then we'll take the other two once we get on the plane. You know what I mean? That way you can knock out. And yeah, dude, and then by that time, you know, come like 2 p.m., you know, the... The highs wore off from uh, from the big old uh, bazooka, bazooka joint. I'm just like, damn. But it was all good. dude. We coped, walked around, slept a little. I, I slept a little. It was at, at least, you know, because the whole thing at airports, you can't really sleep there. It's it's very uncomfortable to sleep because they're just like, in essence, bucket seats with the armrests. And you can't sleep unless you're going to sleep in like, you know, the sitting down position. But they had these little uh, couches there, but there were like... They were uh, they they were swirled, they were swerved, so you couldn't really get a straight sleep, so your back was kind of bent a little bit. So, you know, it's just a whole thing, like, you know, they prevent people, homeless people from sleeping on uh, park benches. So, I got a little bit of rest there, so it was cool, and then, you know, with a little bit of the help of the edible, and... That was it, dude. Chilled out. We had some deep dish pizza, you know, little little personal ones. We ran into a bearded, tattooed Vato, who's a friend of ours. Been going to shows like he does a lot of. Uh, I guess he does IT work, so he travels all over the country. He's seen us live in um, Cleveland, in uh, Tempe, and yeah, dude. So he was there, like, what the fuck, walking around and shit. So that was cool, you know. Killed some time doing that shit, but yeah, it was a it was a bit of a drag, dude. And we uh, so we did take off at eight. I guess the story was that they were working on the plan that we had and they couldn't, f- they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't fix anything. It's my wife. Hang on. Um, oh dude. All right. Give me a second, man. Yeah. It was, it was my wife. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you gotta I had to add had to the phone, man. She's getting off work and, um, coming home. So it's like an important call. It's Friday. Yes, it is. Friday light afternoon but yeah man um so yeah it, it sucked you know we uh we finally flew out of there oh so the story was they, they were they were working on the plane I don't know what exactly was wrong with it and it's like you know somebody went to go ask and that person started being the whole I'm gonna tell this story about what's wrong with the plane this is this official story from the officials here at American Airlines you know what I mean those type of little people little people la, la type of people you know like somebody that's a school teacher okay i need everybody's attention thank you everybody's undivided attention thank you so much thank you thank you very much jesus fucking christ anywho uh, so yeah they couldn't figure it out and then just got us a new plan so i guess it took them that whole entire time and i never had a delay like that before i had one back in the day um i would say about six seven years ago maybe six years ago it was uh flying out of ontario and what what had happened was, they something was wrong with like uh something with the landing uh, with the uh, landing gear. So they had to switch out the part. The part was in Texas. They had to fly it over. I apologize with all this bullshit, man. Fuck. Anyways, I, was, I don't know. I feel all fucking congested up, and I don't have any fucking water right here. That's what you get, mate. You fucking idiot. Um, so yeah, they couldn't find the part or they found the part, but they had to, you know, put it in and it wouldn't be ready for tomorrow morning. And at least they told us the same flight tomorrow takes off. You know what I mean? So fuck it. I came back, flew out to DC, whatever. I miss going to go see the, uh, exorcist house over there in DC. Um, so that's the only other time I've, uh, been, uh, been, uh, delayed. Oh, uh, law am I, if yes. I got delayed an, a time after that in between this latest time when, um, uh, our flight got delayed, and uh, from Austin to Houston, and it kept getting delayed to the point where like we're not gonna make it. So we ran to Budget Rental, rented a car, and drove all the way to Houston, and we made it probably about 15 minutes before showtime. Yeah, man, smelling like balls on stage, but the show must go on. That's what cold a uh, professional really means. Yes, mate. So uh yeah, we flew in, we flew, we took off at 8 and uh, we landed in uh LAX at 11:30. And from 11:30 uh waited about 30 minutes got our luggage. Me and Rizzo took off, stayed later to the fool, and then we uh I drove him home and I went home, was in bed by like one thirty. woke up in the morning, grabbed the baby, got him ready, dropped him off at my mom's house and then drove up to San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, all the way to San Francisco. Well, above San Francisco, this uh, town called Mill Creek, California, and I did the Throck Morton Theater right there in Mill Creek. Uh, it was it was a cool show. Very Caucasian, but uh, really good audience members, man. Especially the people that came up to me, man. Fucking mad respect, dude. And yeah, met Larry Bubbles Brown out there. He acclimated me to those people, and the reason I went up there as well is that I was gonna do an interview with Mort Saul, who is a um, comedian, a legendary comedian from back in the day. You look him up, uh, buddy to uh, JFK, and uh, he's there on Thursdays across from the Throckmorton Theater. And uh, Larry, Larry knows him. He's gonna go hook up an interview, go over there and talk to him, pretty much just about the JFK assassination and what he knows and stuff. So, um. Uh, Larry was informed he called the lady that books him there and the lady said he's not doing shows until May now Uh, He stopped doing shows about I think last week the beginning of last week or last week was he didn't show up So I guess he's having a little bit of health issues. He's a going blind and uh, his hearing is very uh, bad So that that's the reason I was out there and then I was like fuck dude. I got a cousin that lives in Martinez So I went out Uh, He was kind enough to let me uh, crash on his couch I just crashed out for like four hours and i was like fucking tired and just came back dude and i got back here and tired as fuck but slept all fucking day and uh here we have it man show business at its finest (laughs) but yeah man it was uh it was nice seeing um larry bubbles brown dude it was uh very cool man and yeah dude it was uh It was cool. It was just a drive up there. But, dude, sometimes, you know, you you get get home uh, quicker than when you leave. This time it seemed like I was just like, damn, dog. Like, it took forever to get home. But it's all good, man. It's all fucking good, man. What are you doing it for? The cause. We're just doing it for the cause. Remember, Antarctica is melting. Antarctica is melting. Greta Thunberg says Ornatica is melting. It is fucking melting. What are you going to do about it? We're not even. A, the polar bears are going to fucking drown. And Arctica is melting. What are we going to do? What the fuck are we going to do, everybody? Seriously. What are we going to do? You got the coronavirus. You got this. Your brooms are fucking standing in the middle of the uh, living room. What the fuck is going on? What, what is going on in 2020, everybody? What the fuck is really going on? What the fuck is really going on? How? How? How did the cat get so fat? I'll tell you what's going on. In the news. It's not as international as it was before, but in the news, man. Dude, Riverside is taking the cake, bro. The city of Riverside, California, yes, dude. Like, what's going on, dude, with the racial slurs and the uh, and, uh, and the students, man? Like, you know, what do we have? Like, not even a month ago at King High School, right, over there in Woodcrest, California. But it's in the county of Riverside. Not really called Riverside, but, you know, whatever. Woodcrest, California, King High School. You had those uh, students that took pictures in front of the Confederate flag holding out those white power signs. Crazy, right? At first they were expelled, but they only got two weeks suspension. Seems reasonable. And now we have, over here in Riverside, uh, there's a video of students chanting alleged slur, and it's to be probed. That's what the uh, headline is. Video of students chanting alleged uh, slur to be probed. Uh, It's uh, a footage of Er Earhart, middle school incident has been circulating on social media. So uh, Amelia Earhart, that's what the school's named after. And uh, we're going to get to that name in a little bit after this. So uh, administrators at the Amelia Earhart Middle School in Riverside say they will investigate a short video that appears to show students on campus chanting a racial slur man what the fuck dude <laughs> are, are are people are people that racist that they're passing that shit on to their kids now like even knowing better i mean like or where the fuck are these kids picking the shit up at don't tell me the internet but it definitely is a possible you know what i mean it's fucking nutty man that that it's and it's brutal too man it's very fucking brutal man that's like on the not cool tip at all you know it's like god damn dude what the fuck dude so I'm going to read you the story. It's by uh, Ryan Hagen. Uh, uh, Hagen at uh, well, I guess he's a writer here at the Press Enterprise. So administrators at Amelia Earhart Middle School in Riverside are investigating a short video. Investigating, huh? <laughs> what does it appear to say? Who is that student there? You can't tell underneath that cap. Um, are investigating a short video that appears to show students on campus chanting a racial slur multiple videos provided by a student each several seconds long appears to show one student calling out the first syllable of the n-word and a crowd chanting the second syllable the videos which show erhart students uh, are being spread by other students on social media according to anaya harris an eighth grader at the school they believed it was a joke and kept on joking Damn, Uh, Harris said in an uh, in an email until I finally decided to call them out for their behavior. Harris said the chant happened during school hours Tuesday and uh, the faculty members were close by. Riverside Unified School District and administrators learn of the incident after business hours Wednesday. Assistant Superintendent of Pupil Services Timothy. Timothy Walker is going to get to the bottom of this. Timothy Walker said in an email Thursday, I can't even talk on the phone. I can't mince my words. We're gonna do this whole thing by email. People are so afraid, dude. It's fucking not even funny, dude. People censor themselves, man, with this bullshit. All right. It's funny, man, how people. I'm I'm over here like just flipping over uh, the. It's a, it's a it's an actual skill. It's a little talent. The newspaper to get a nice fold on it. But it, it's, fu- oh, dude. It's just so. It's so lame how people become their parents. Or people become like a principal and an administrator. Do you remember like listening to music and saying, dude, I'm never going to be like that. Like motherfuckers just don't go that way. I don't know, man. Even like, you know, progressives or liberals or, you know, especially like lame ass conservatives or like whatever the fucking title you have, dude. So fucking lame, dude. Ugh, disgusting. Anyhow. So I'll just read you the rest of the story. So the administration at Earnhardt uh, Middle School is investigating the creation of a sort short video that appears to have been distributed by students through social media where they are yelling what appears to be a chant with a response, Walker wrote. I do not have any information at this time as it was brought to the attention of the school district after hours and will need to be thoroughly investigated. Investigated, motherfuckers. Uh, given the number of students pre- present, the investigation will probably be lengthy, Walker said. In the meantime, counselors are available. For fucking what? Stop interrupting, Rodrigo. Thank you. Uh, we're talking, we're taking uh, this situation very seriously, Walker said by phone. Oh, Okay, Walker's on the phone now. We will finish our investigation and we will take steps to provide support and use it as an opportunity to assist students and the community to have this important conversation around inclusivity and creating a safe environment for kids to learn. The race of the students is unclear in the videos which shows a busy campus <laughs> god damn <laughs> now we're blind i need to get a new prescription I, I, I'm, I'm getting blurred vision here um harris is one of 78 african-american students at the at, at her uh which is which has 926 students according to this 2018-2019 statistics um that's eight percent of the student body which is 30 Latino, 36% white, according to the most recent data, most recent state enrollment data. So you know some Latinos when they're probably saying that shit too, huh? (laughs) Goddamn. Wow, the behavior from prisons trickles down to the streets. Um, And that's bullshit too, man. Uh, I'm just, uh, allegedly, I mean, who the fuck knows? I haven't seen the video. The middle school is... uh, In Orange Crust, whoa, the same neighborhood as Martin Luther King High School. It seems like these are the little brothers of the big brothers, the little sisters of the big sisters. Man, (laughs) Riverside is a crazy town, dude. I've heard so much racist shit here, it's not even crazy. You should start writing about it, bro. Dude. Uh, Students from King High uh, pose with a swastika and a Confederate flag, along with... Uh, what may be a white power sign in a photo that circulated on social media in early February. Has it even been the end of the month? Uh, Harris's mother, Kenya Harris, said that she has another daughter that attends King. She said the video at Earhart... I don't know why I'm having a problem saying this fucking... uh, Because I'm I'm probably used to saying Amelia Earhart, but it's Earhart. Or Earhart. (laughs) is part of an unacceptable pattern. Er, <laughs> there we go, Earhart, students have made derogatory remarks about black people before and gotten only warnings in response. She said, man, that's what I'm saying, Mrs. Harris, tell the truth. Uh, And th- that's some bullshit too, man. I mean, I know we make mistakes and shit, but damn, just a slap on the wrist, fuck all that. I ain't saying she should be put in front of a firing squad, but man, that deserves a fucking suspension. In my book, who gives a fuck about your book, Rodrigo? Keep reading. Um, By not offering a repercussion, they're condoning it, in my opinion, Kenya Harris said, uh, mother of the student. A warning is not good enough. True. True that. Harris is considering transferring her children to Woodcrest Christian School because she's worried the incidents could lead to safety concerns. District officials have said they can't discuss what disciplinary measures, if any, students face, citing student privacy rights. The Inland Empire has seen multiple racist incidents in years. In November, for example, an African-American student at Temecula Valley High School was targeted with a racist slur and graffiti scrawled across a pair of doors on campus. The student believes the vandalism was retaliation for her protesting in September of a Confederate flag painted onto a student's parking space and for her activism in in the school's Black Student Union. Here we go. Separating ourselves, Black Student Unions... Metro clubs, confederate flags sprayed on uh, parking spots, right? The division already exists, people. Yeah. Uh, Earlier the same month, Norco high students wrote a racial epithet against black people and KKK on a car. Wow, the Klan's in Norco now. Other students put the video on Snapchat, sparking outrage. It's crazy, I never heard of that one. In October, officials at Carter High in Rialto, uh, which is predominantly black and Hispanic, said Yucaipa High football players, who were mostly white, hurled racial slurs towards their player. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking goddamn. Why is this the first time I'm hearing about this? Fuck, dude. This is like in our backyard. Jesus fucking Christ, man. And you laugh. You laugh. I'm laughing out of fucking Unbelievable fucking outrage. Jesus, man. What the fuck, bro? Regina Patton Stell, president of the NAACP's Riverside branch and a retired educator who worked for the Riverside County Office of Education for 32 years, said the video didn't represent what Riverside should be. man. Riverside isn't what the uh, city of Riverside puts on their um, website. Riverside isn't what it should be. Riverside is what it is. And Riverside is fucked up in that sense. We recognize in this city that we are as a city of inclusion. We, we, we are as a city of inclusion, Patton Stell said, echoing comments she and other city leaders made in an opinion piece reacting to the photo of King students. We have to teach our young people what this looks like and what it does not look like. Yeah, but they got to be taught by their fucking parents. There's no parents in the home, just one. The dad gets a lot of pussy. He's always cheating on the mother. Um, That's a problem, right? That's just one student. This other student has a single father. And he, like, um, gets pussy too and neglects the child and, you know. The only reason he has the child is to not pay child support. But now he's thinking he should have paid child support. What the fuck is a kid doing in his life? Oh, my God. This other kid's a foster kid. Dude, the world's fucked up, man. got to take care of your own. Middle school is a place for education, she said. And that's what uh, should happen. Uh, duh, bitch. Uh, it's wrong, but it's a teaching moment, Patton Stell said. Ask your kids what they think about what happened and whether they were thinking more about the laughs than now it would make someone feel and uh uh, and and whether they were thinking more about the laughs than how it would make some someone feel. Basically, gonna lead to fucking nothing. Damn, dude, I didn't know that shit. That's fucking. That's pretty fucking brutal, man. I don't know, man. Um, it's a trip because I have nieces. They're in their uh, early twenties now, and. They've never, they've never said they, they've never really witnessed like racial stuff. Uh, and they also said that they don't give a shit about, they don't look at color as like right away, like, boom, like, oh, it's a black guy. It's like, no, it's just Kenny. Oh, it's a Mexican chick. No, it's just Diane. And I remember like, I never really thought about it either. I remember playing football in high school and having people say racial shit, like on the, for the, for the, the black dudes on the team. Racial shits to the Mexican dudes, and also racial shit to the white dudes. So it was like kind of equal opportunity. And you know, the coaches would come in there. No more of this shit, whatever. You know, if you guys keep on doing this, you can get fucking suspended. You're fucking. You're not. You're not gonna be playing. And as soon as they leave, they'll start doing that shit again. You know what I mean? <laughs> as soon as the uh, cat's away, the mouse will play. And it's funny because I never really, really, uh, really uh, was a racial guy um i didn't start hearing about racial shit until i started doing stand-up dude till i started going to la dude that's when i heard a lot of that oh this white person oh this black dude oh fucking you know like oh we're latino Oh, this and that oh we're mexican all like it's like fuck dude it's almost like too fucking much dude been pounding your head with fucking racism dude that's how fucking people grow up i guess man Yeah, man. It's weird. And it's funny how people, like, you know, talk about there's no diversity. In Riverside, there was mad diversity. I mean, we had kids. We had Indian kids here, dude, from like elementary school in Arlanza. There was like, I remember we had uh, teachers from Spain teaching out here. There was always a low percentage of black people, but there was always, there was always black people, you know, whether it was 8%, as said in that uh, statistic, or whether it was like, i wouldn't even say 12 ever eight is about right sometimes even five or four percent there's you know one or two um i remember uh yeah dude there was a lot of like it it was crazy like even in like high school and like and uh for cheer and like uh, intermediate school there was that one guy that was uh everybody knew he was he was gay he was like uh he was uh, on the squad, on the cheerleading squad. But, you know, nobody said shit. Like, it was whatever. Like, it was like nothing. You know and I mean, there was like nobody hazing him or beating him up or anything. There's one time I heard a story at Norte Vista. And I wasn't around, but there was a dude named Pepe or Pepe. And he was a Latino. One of those dudes probably didn't even speak uh, Spanish. And he was a little cheerleader dude. And I remember there was a dude, a black dude, that tried to choke him with a chain or something like that. And then Homeboy got expelled, and or never, you know, spending never came back, or some shit like that. And that's, again, I wasn't there. I never knew the guy. I seen him, and I never even knew the other dude that did that. And I don't even know why I called him a black guy, but the story contained a black dude. So, and it's funny because everybody's just saw strung out on race still. And I remember uh, comedy is where I heard a lot of race stuff. Like, obviously, Richard Pryor, obviously, like Carla Mencia, George Lopez, Paul Rodriguez. Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock, Bernie fucking Mac, <laughs> Robin Harris, D.L. Hughley, it was always very race based, and I mean, I do race stuff, a little bit, not too much, but you know, what the fuck you want to say, I mean, shit, you can even call me a fucking bullshit artist, right? So yeah, man, that's very fucking fucked up and not cool. And if kids are doing that shit and that's at least at least we have evidence that these fucking punks are doing this shit, dude. Should they be put on blast? Fuck yeah. Like I have that picture I have that picture of those kids, um 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 the whole picture of those kids uh in front of that Confederate flag, but I'm not really gonna release that shit, dude. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna DM it to anybody, none of that shit somebody else, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but yeah, that, that, that is not even cool too, man, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the solution is for that type of thinking, or really where it comes from, I could, I can only think about that shit come from the house, dude, you know what I mean, my parents were never fucking assholes, were never weird about, um, black friends, Never fucking never my dad's never said the N word, never, none of that shit. My mom either. They're never been into any of that shit. And I got some family members that have, dude, and that said that shit and they're like, God damn motherfucker, are you serious, dude? Like, fuck. And you're like, God damn, bro. And that's one cool thing about my folks. And it's funny, I had a Korean friend when I was in elementary school. His uh his parents ran the little uh Korean uh Baptist church around the corner. It's right there on uh, It's still there today, but it's not a Korean church anymore. There's a big ass Korean church down the street right here on Tyler. But the one, the original one, this is in the 80s, dog. Late 80s. And this was on Cypress, right next to Picker Street. Like, that's the closest intersection. If you know Riverside right there, that's Arlanza. That was right there, dude. Straight Korean family. The dad was uh, an immigrant (laughs) from Korea. (laughs) No, man, he was from the fucking moon. Um, and he was cool. I remember, uh, an uncle of mine, a, my dad's cousin is a second uncle. It's funny. I don't call my second uncle's uncle. I just call him by their first name. The only uncles I called uncle are my dad's brothers. My mom's brothers in Illinois. Um, I called one of them uncle when I was like 23 and he looked at me like, what the fuck are you calling me that for? Um, so I never really, I don't call them uncles either and I don't really see him. So whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? But this dude, uh, he was trying to make fun of him and my dad's all, Hey, nah, <laughs> i remember my dad doing that shit and the fucking you know what i mean we would bring them over to eat it was, it was really it was really cool man their parents were nice as fuck like dude like you know when you get that those tender asians not that all not all Asians ain't tender but i had a lot of vietnamese friends but these were korean like they're very like fucking humble and nice and clean and like it was a different fucking uh, a different avenue back then dude i'm sure it exists now some somewhere somewhere um I remember them inviting me to the house to eat noodles and me like taking out my little shoes all that but i I was really like, surprised how fucking clean and like everything was precise on the little table and they sat down like um dude it was it was it was badass i can i, I still remember that smell that's why i I don't really like faux that much because it it gives me that stinky feet smell dog and when I used to eat these noodles with these folks um it was uh it didn't smell like that dude it smelled clean and pure and and not luscious not like italian noodles or even like asian noodles now just not even like ramen or nothing like it just tasted really fucking good like with just right amount of salt um yeah man and there was a little fogginess to the um to the to the soup man whatever those people are man uh, god bless them dude it was cool and then um I remember the the Indian friends, and my, dude, all my black friends, dude, I remember, I remember Kenny Williams' mom, and this other dude, uh, Mike's mom, um, and Mike, I knew him before Kenny, they were, uh, they were, um, um, they were, they they were from Chicago, and I told them about my family in Melrose Park, Maywood, Addison, um, and they fucking kill me because they, man, they, they, there's Mexicans in Chicago and yeah, uh, I know that's an Italian neighborhood. The mom, <laughs> cause they were probably South side, like a motherfucker. I don't know where they were from. I don't really have this in Chicago. Um, and, um, I remember both those moms were always like, Oh, you got such pretty brown eyes. <laughs> and, uh, dude, I remember giving them to Molly's dog. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, crazy shit, dude, crazy shit, man. That's why that kind of bums me out, dude. And dude, all that racist shit, dude. All right, I can get where all right, fucking whatever, dude. To a fucking point, but once you start getting malicious and like, and and I'm gonna say this one last time, I don't like, I don't even like hearing the fucking people say, "Oh, it's an N word," because once you say it, you've said it, dude. You know what I mean? It's like what the fuck up about it already. It's a fucking big idea. So, anyways, that fucking shit bummed me out reading it today, man. I don't know how you guys feel about that shit, but finally, like, dude, oh man, I apologize. I was fucking stoned as fuck when I started this podcast, man. Man, it's about it's about it's starting to wear off. Um, just been busy all fucking week, dude, nonstop, man. Um, I'm finally getting the range right here, just right in front of it. Yeah, sound like Howard Stern. Hey now, (laughs) um. Yeah, so I was just like fuck, dude. But I still like dude, uh dude, man. Anyhow, fuck it, dude. Yeah, that was it. So we got our uh we got our uh, shout outs. Uh we got the plug for Hentified. <laughs> they paid for it. Um also to the the uh, cheating saga continues. I guess uh seven uh Astros players been pegged by pitchers. Like they're the only ones that cheated huh and now the uh, boston red uh, boston red uh, boston red shocks the boston red uh socks have um, implicated or uh, alleged or snitched on the yankees saying that they use that uh that sign stealing technology i guess the acronym is uh y-e-s uh technology um to steal signs so whatever that's fucking gonna lead to who the fuck knows you know but it's probably like everybody does it, but, you know, somebody got caught, so they got to go down for it. And now everybody got to act like they don't do it, so they got to hop on the fucking Astros. And now the Astros are, like, supposedly the most hated team in America. Yankees were, but now it's Astros. Whatever. Damn. So, also, there's a new episode dropping today as well. It's, it's been out since Wednesday, but Los Podcasters del Norte with uh, myself and uh, Martin Rizzo. That's right. Um. We uh hablamos sobre de que hay a uh, personas que comen pan todo el día. Uh, <laughs> comiendo pan dulce todo el puto día, güey. No mames, güey, pinche diabético. Um, ya está disponible um, en cualquier plataforma de podcast, disponible ya. Yeah. yeah, man. So we did a we did a we did a uh a, uh a, a shoutouts player, Azayra player. Dog Soldier DJ and Jimmy Hemanage, yes. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, what else? Dun 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 dun. Trying to be organized here, bro. Just trying, bro. Every day. Um, here we go. I was gonna say some shit on some other shit, but we gotta cover this too. So, all right, cool. Got that covered. Right on. Right on. Oh yes, this is what I really want to talk about. It's what been bugging me like a fucking bugger. Dude, so I was telling you guys, like, uh, Erhard, uh Amelia Earhart, uh, er- Earhart Elementary. Um, Why the fuck do they name it, though? You know what I mean? Um, they have McAuliffe Elementary um, right here in Riverside, which uh, they named after uh, one of the teachers that died aboard, uh, what was it, the Voyager? The Challenger. Um, and, you know, fucking tragic as fuck, dude. Um, that one I'll let slide, but Earhart Elementary, MLK Elementary, even Cesar Chavez Elementary, it's like, dude, you guys ain't from here, bro. Why don't we name him after some fucking hero that's from here? I mean, did er- uh, Amelia Earhart ever fucking fly into Riverside Municipal Auditorium? Uh, municipal Auditorium fly into? Yeah, yeah, bro. Exploded. Um, ever fly into Riverside Municipal Airport? I don't even think it was around back then, dude. I mean, we got rid of one of the most historic things ever in the county of Riverside, which was... Riverside Speedway, which is now a, a mall that nobody goes to in Moreno Valley, horrible, horrible fucking bull, dude. A lot of great shit happened over there, bro. I mean, damn, dog. That's what that's that's what Riverside's about too. I'll say you that you know, um, off roading, racing, you know, motorcycles, dirt bikes, and shit, man. So, uh, dude, like in, in in downtown Riverside, there's a statue of MLK, there's a statue of Gandhi, and there's a statue of a Korean revolutionary. That one. I'll let slide because I believe he uh, drafted his revolution here, like what he was going to do, and went back to Korea and executed. I'm not sure in Riverside or in Los Angeles, but somewhere between here. So I kind of get, all right, fuck it. I'll let, but it's like, I don't know. I, there's Ismael. He, he's, is, I'm like, a, Ismael? Is, is, is he here? Ismael Venegas. Uh, Ismael uh, Smiley Benegas. He saved a lot of his friends um, in uh, World War Two. He jumped on a grenade. And there's a, there's a statue of him over there in uh, Casablanca, but that statue, there should be one in downtown too, man. And I mean, dude, I mean, there's so many people that came from Riverside. It's like, I don't understand why, 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 why we don't have one of those people, man. Robert Williams, who was an old vaudeville comedian, like superstar from here, from Riverside, Reggie Miller. It's like, come on, bro. I mean, I don't know. I mean, shit. I just, I don't know. Like, if they have roots in Riverside, if they did something significant in Riverside... Man, we came over here to March, young brother. What's your problem? I also got me a couple riverside hoes. Hoes. Um You know what I mean? Come on. Like I know I think Chavez came here in March, but I mean I don't I don't know. I just like everybody goes with all the trendy shit, dog. All the you know all like across America that's not gonna solve shit, man. Like let's really be fucking local, man. Everybody fucking cookie cutter fucking bullshit everybody has in their town, man. There's no mystique anymore. And with that, I leave you guys. Thank you very much for listening. Um, uh, Yeah, man. Check out Los Podcasts de Norte. Um, check out Gentefied on uh, on Netflix. Um, And keep shining, dude, like always. All right, man. You guys be cool. Have a wonderful weekend, and we're going to get back to you. And I got some good podcasts coming up, dude, and I got some other shit to talk about, but we ran out of time. All right, man. Peace. Have wonderful weekends, hugs, kisses, all that shit. Keep shining. Peace.
0: Everybody wants to dance in a plate but nobody wants to play in my garden. I see the hippies on an angry line. Guess they don't get my meaning. I'm enchanted by the birds and my blossoms. I'm a